you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you, Buck. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. Uh, free agency frenzy has been bananas, but as you know, like, we tend to look at that, but how's it going to impact the draft? And so... It'd be fun to have a discussion on all things free agency and what could be now that some of that stuff is settled. Yeah, let's let's look at at what's going on right now. I always during free agency like to do this stuff kind of real time and what we're kind of information we're getting and how we're reacting to it. So the latest thing we have right now as we're recording this is that the Browns have been informed they are out on Deshaun Watson. So uh, they met with Deshaun Watson. Um, I'd love to get your take on taking the meeting and then, uh, then we can get into the response of, uh, of Baker Mayfield's after the fact. So first of all, you know, what do you think on them, uh, on getting involved in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes? So it's funny DJ, because I, I, I think now we're, we're having a changing tide in terms of how we treat the quarterback. Um, before if we drafted a quarterback and the quarterback was functional and fine, we felt obligated to resign him and he was still going to be the guy. It took a lot for guys to move off the quarterback. The quarterback had to really, he had to really stink it up to not get an opportunity to be the quarterback for maybe a decade. 
now we're seeing maybe particularly in the AFC where there are so many good quarterbacks that guys are looking at the quarterback position differently. And because the money has escalated to a point where, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers getting $50 million, the other guys coming in over $40 million, that decision that you make on the quarterback is really a significant one because that contract can be an albatross on the team if the quarterback's production doesn't necessarily match his compensation. And so now what you're seeing, teams are more willing to move off of these quarterbacks. They're not even giving guys the fifth-year option. Like, no. if you're not up to snuff, they're saying, yeah, we appreciate it, but we're going to lease the car and we're going to turn the car back in. We're not going to buy the car. And so it, look, it, it just leads to maybe some bruised feelings because you have to have these upfront and honest conversations. But the teams that operate like that, I believe they're going to be better positioned for long-term sustainable success than the teams that just kind of fork over the money just because that's what we're conditioned to do. All right. There's like turning point moments for me in the league. When you look at certain events or, or, or games that I think you can point to as kind of like a turning point, or maybe it's like the light comes on moment. I think we had one of those last year, Buck. I, I think that playoff game that everybody mm-hmm. watched between the Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, and you yeah. saw Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, yeah. and you know how young those guys are. They're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you saw the level of quarterback play in that game, and especially if you're in the AFC. And I imagine that, that it was the same thing in Cleveland. You watched that and said, oh, no, we – we can't we can't get in that battle like we we don't match up like there's no way we can get in that fight with with those quarterbacks and maybe again maybe you get through one of them maybe the everything goes perfect and you get through one of those guys well guess what there's another one waiting for you the next week and if it's not him then it's going to be Justin Herbert and now we got Russell Wilson over there like it's so Joe these teams, Burrow the Joe and, Burrow and, and, yeah and no, even even if we can throw in there Mac Jones because like he has to get some of that conversation because he played so well as a rookie but yeah DJ I think you're right. I think that changed everything. Yeah. I think this playoff run, the quarterback play that we saw, not only the young guys that you talked about in the AFC, because you talked about Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. We saw Derek Carr make some plays. We sat and saw um, Joe Burrow kind of ice it for his team to go. And then you go and look at the NFC, Matthew Stafford in the clutch in two games against yeah. the Bucks, and then being able to do it in the Super Bowl. You now are having the realization that, hey, man, I, I, I need to have a guy. Like, it's more than just having a placeholder. I need to have an A-level dude at the position. And if I don't have one, whoever I have, I'm always hunting for the next one. I have to have a high-end quarterback. And I don't know how you feel about this, but in scouting, DJ, that's what we always said when we were scouting, not only quarterbacks, but everybody, is my job on the road is to find somebody to replace the high-end guys on our roster. I am evaluating the guys on the road based on what we have in the building. That's how the grades are issued. So as I'm looking at my quarterback and I'm like, hey, he's fine. But this guy out here, coach, he's better. He'll be an upgrade over what we have. And I think we're getting back to what I would call the the purity of the scouting process. Hey, we're not going to push him up because he's a quarterback. We're Hey, nope. You are what you are. Either I want it or I want better. And I think we're seeing that. And I think that's also impacting how we're looking at the 2022 draft class. I think that's why it's been real slow when it comes to the buzz around those guys, because guys are like, yeah, they're good. But are they good enough to beat Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow? 
if they're not, then what am I doing? Yeah. Am I, it, you know, that's it. And and what we've seen is you, there's no such thing as overpaying for those guys because no. you, you feel like no. you need one. You got to have one to just get in. It's like the admission to the party. Like you got to have a ticket that quarterback's mm-hmm. your ticket to get into the party. Now, whatever happens when you get in there, that, that's some of that's luck. Some of that's just staying healthy and all those things, but you're not getting into the party unless you got one of those tickets. And I know you mentioned Mac Jones and I'm hopeful and Mac Jones is going to be a good player. And hopefully they surround him with more mm-hmm. pieces. Mac Jones went in a playoff game against Josh Allen. And those are two different dudes. Two now. different things. And so Completely the, reason, different. the reason I mentioned him is because of the regular season success and what he had, but you're right. Because what we're talking about, hey, it's one thing to go 10 and seven, 11 and six in the regular season. Ultimately, what are you like when you get into the tournament? Because the tournament is a different animal. This set of playoffs, and I know people tend to romanticize the playoffs and we have a recency bias, but this set of playoffs was terrific. With all these one score games, the quarterback play was more scrutinized than ever. And if you do not have a guy, I mean, you, I mean, we talk about a guy, a, a blue chipper, uh, whatever the big grade that you want to give up, um, 7075, <laughs> whatever that is. If your quarterback is not one of those, it puts so much pressure on you to have the rest of the roster like that. It is just really, really hard to get away with just a jag at the position, just a guy mm-hmm. at the position. It's, it's hard. And yeah, I, I think that's what we're seeing. I think that's why people are kicking the tires on Deshaun Watson. Guys and teams that we didn't think would be in the mix at all. Wait, what? The, the, the Falcons? The Falcons are meeting with Deshaun Watson. All by, of the way, by the yeah, way, yeah, why, why you're, while you're talking, um, I guess Kyle Pitts tweeted out, it's, 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 gonna, it's about to get scary in Atlanta, and then did the lip-sealed uh, mm. emoji. He since deleted that. He has since deleted that tweet. Uh, but this is just kind of like the Deshaun Watson uh, real time updates as we're we're monitoring this thing. But you know, we mentioned the Cleveland Browns are out. So now you let's talk about them for a second, just in terms of how this relationship goes forward. I I totally get why Baker Mayfield would be upset and frustrated, mm-hmm. and I feel like we said the same thing about the the Rogers situation when they drafted Love, which was look. I don't fault them for drafting love. I would say that the communication probably could have been better beforehand, which would have helped maybe keep us from all the drama that we've had over the last couple of years. And I don't know what the direct communication was with Baker, but even if you think Baker's not a great player, I think we both think he's okay. Solid. Mm-hmm. He's still as, as the incumbent quarterback, you deserve to a heads up like, Hey, we're going to go meet with Deshaun Watson. Now I don't, I was kind of disputing reports on that. I know Aditi had said that they had, kind of mentioned generically if there was an opportunity to meet to discuss an elite quarterback mm-hmm. they would do it but not specifically maybe with this situation sounds like the Falcons did have that conversation with Matt Ryan um, which is a you know a good way to handle mm-hmm. it so I understand why Baker's upset but I just just, just avoid social media man like you don't you call your yeah. friends call your teammates you can complain do all that stuff in your right well in your right but you're just not gonna it's not gonna play well when you go to social media with that stuff. No, it's not going to play well. Now, here, here's what I will say, I, and I'm, I believe it's a two-way street. One, as an executive, a decision-maker, you got to be able to have those tough conversations with your players, and you have to be able to sit Baker down and say, hey, Baker, here, here's what's going on. Here's where we're at. We're going to sit down and meet with Deshaun Watson and explore the possibility of bringing him on. If we do that, we're going to do right by you, and we'll give you an opportunity to go where you need to go so you can play. Yeah. 
However, if he doesn't come, look, we still would like you to be here. We still would like you to be the starting quarterback for the long term. And ultimately, you will determine what we do going forward. And I think if if you're the team and you present it like that, look, and we know it may cost us more money because of all of this stuff that we've done and how you may perceive this to be our feelings on you. And we're willing to pay, you know, the cost for that. And then I think if you're Baker, you know, there's this saying, it's funny, um, like when I made the transition from scouting to doing media stuff or whatever, there's a saying by Steve Martin that um, I kind of put on uh, my computer and it says, be so good they can't ignore you. Mm-hmm. And so if I would, if I was Baker's close friend, if I was his confident, confidant, I would tell him, hey, man, you can control this by the way that you perform. Yep. If you perform at such a high level, they will have to pay you or someone else will. I say there are enough examples of guys who had to deal with similar stuff. Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, and the like. Look, where they look, had what, happened with, look what happened with Drew Brees when they drafted Phillip Rivers. Say, like, right. That is a great example. You know. And when they drafted Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees balled out yeah. that year. Pro Bowl. Now, if he doesn't pop his shoulder, who knows what kind of hard decision the Chargers have to make that year. Yeah. But he goes into free agency and continues to have what we would call a Hall of Fame career. So Baker Mayfield has to be able to kind of get out of his feelings. Because, look, we all have been slighted in yeah, our lifetime. absolutely. But you, look, you have to take that, put it to the side, and now it's business. But what I think he has to understand now going forward, hey, man, it's business, never personal. Team to him and him to the team. Yep. And so he still can be a great leader and all that and kind of have the me against the world because he – it's going to be tough because he's going to look at Kevin Stefanski and the team leaders differently, but he has to put the focus on what he can control, that he can control his performance. Um, I want to get to this next topic here on some of these other guys that signed because I think you can find uh, a little bit of a theme here. We, we've been preaching um, for a long time about the way the game's played in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. You talk about, you know, we talk most importantly about passers. Then we get to pass rushers. And then, you know, we talk about having some playmakers, right? Well, look at those first two things. The pass rushers, if you've noticed this trend, the pass rushers are going signing to play with the passers because they know, we know I'm going to be in a position with an explosive offense. We're going to play with the lead and then I'm going to get the rush. Nothing pass rushers want to do more than rush the passer. So, and I think teams have realized on the other side of that, hey, we've got the quarterback. Now the other side of the ball is now we got to get guys that can win and, and and rush the passer. So I think of last year we said it when the when the Rams traded for Von Miller, right? Um, mm-hmm. That whole that we did the whole joke about how he doesn't need to be as good as he once was; he just needs to be good once mm-hmm. as he ever was. And so and he did. He I mean he took his game to another level when they got to the end of the season in the postseason. Von Miller took off. And if you are the Buffalo Bills, we referenced that game against the Kansas City Chiefs. They didn't have a closer. Josh Allen mm-hmm. couldn't do any more than he did. He was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. We'll go down as one of the greatest playoff performances that probably won't get talked about because they didn't win the game. They had, what, 11 seconds? They couldn't close the game. So you go get Vaughn Miller, and the same thing there. Hey, Vaughn, with 17-week season, hey, man, maybe you know a couple times we have a couple big games, three, four games, you can, you can, you can you know, put your foot on the gas a little bit. Otherwise, I need you, I need you on cruise control until we get to the postseason. And then you can crank that thing up. And then I need you to get Patrick Mahomes, Justin yeah. Herbert, Joe Burrow. I need you to get those guys on the ground. That that that's what that signing was to me. Yeah, that signing is that. And I think the the signing to me signals this. Wherever you have a A-level quarterback, 
is a destination spot. <laughs> it's Absolutely. almost like vacation. Like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go to Mexico. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna... Nope. Wherever Buffalo. I have it, yeah. Wherever <laughs> I have an A-level quarterback, that is now a spot where I can put a vacation home. And yep. so, in Buffalo, or Kansas City, in Cincinnati, um, the chart, wherever one of those guys exists and lives, oh yeah, you're going to get it. And a DJ now more than ever. It's funny because we talked about the money flying off the board or whatever. For as long as we have been in the business, it has always been quarterback, pass rush. That's how you build your team. Quarterback, pass rush, and then it was the offensive tackle. We can debate whether the offensive tackle is still one of those marquee spots. Mm -hmm. But without question, just follow the money. It was passers, pass rushers, and pass catchers getting paid. Yep, That is it. The money wasn't really going anywhere else. And so I find it even funny because – the cornerbacks aren't even getting paid. Like they haven't kind of crept up to that mark. Like we've seen the pass catchers, Mike Williams, maybe being a one B to Keenan Allen over the $20 million mark. I mean, we're seeing Christian Kirk who hasn't had a 1000 yard season. He goes to Jacksonville and some are like, Oh my God, or whatever. But I'm like, look, man, it's Hey, first of all, that dude took a lot of heat. And I will say this about Christian Kirk. Number one, He's got good tape when he's gotten opportunities. Oh, he can play. He's, he's a good, good player. player. There was a lot of love for him around the league. So that was not that was not this so, wildly crazy thing. He had a lot of people. Now, a lot of people say, mm, I wouldn't have gone to that number. But if you're Jacksonville, you, you got to overpay because overpay these guys are going to go want to go to the better team. So if you're not a good team, you got to pay a premium to get me to go there. And the other thing is, and you've got a chance to know him as well. He's unbelievable, dude, man. Like great Jacksonville since high school. Those are the guys you overpay. School. Those are the guys you overpay for a little bit. Char- character, character is superb. Now, I will give maybe even more perspective on why Christian Kirk and even Zay Jones going over makes sense for Jacksonville. So going all the way back, Doug Peterson and I played in Green Bay together yeah. under Coach Holmgren. Mike McCoy was on that team too as a practice squad quarterback. So there were times where Coach Holmgren, because we went to a Super Bowl. There was, that was a Super Bowl team that had Antonio Freeman. Robert Brooks was there, but he was hurt. And then Andre Rosen came in. There wasn't a prototypical number one. In Mike Holmgren's mind, he said that I don't need an A. I can get to a Super Bowl with a collection of B pluses. Yeah. So that, that was his thought. And Green Bay had happened. So then I go to Seattle working for him as a scout. Same thing. Daryl Jackson, Bobby Ingram, Joe Jarevicius, Super Bowl. So Doug Peterson saw that. Let's look at the receivers that he had when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Nelson Aguilar was it Alshon Jeffrey, Torrey Smith. Yeah. I don't think any of those guys stands out to us as a top five wide receiver. And so sometimes when we talk about the system, there's some coaches and front offices that believe, look, the system will help these guys play. We just got to get the right system fits to allow them to go, which is why we talk about the draft board and boards being different because you grade them to the system, not grading them for the outside world. No, it's, it's so true. Um, I, I thought you looked at some of these other moves, Chandler Jones, he goes to the Raiders team up with Max Crosby. Um, that's a fascinating one, man. That is a lot of length. And I, I was th- sitting here looking at this division as of, as of right now, I don't believe the Broncos even have a right tackle. Said Bobby Massey, he's a free agent. Chargers, um, Storm Norton had some struggles at right tackle last year. The Raiders have Brandon Parker, who's not, a, mm. not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Kansas City Chiefs. Gosh, who do the Chiefs? I don't even know the Chiefs' uh, right tackle is off the top of my head. Um, but it's a bad day for right tackles because 
they, they, everybody's got two pass rushers in this division, man. So, you, so can't, the, you can't hide. So the arms race. And I'm, yeah. you know what I, what I love about this right now? I, I feel like there's there's a renaissance when it comes to team building. I think people are being very transparent on how they believe teams should be built. They're letting us know. I need to have multiple pass rushes. I need to have an A-level quarterback. So in a division where we talk about every team in that division has a quarterback and every team in that division has multiple pass rushers. Now, we can debate like whether Randy Gregory is an A, but I know Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, oof, nightmares. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, whew, problem. And then when you think about Kansas City, Frank Clark, Chris Jones is on the inside. Yeah. They still have two. And so Denver is Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory. Every week in that division, <laughs> you, you got to gear up to do it. And so I think everyone around the league is going to look and see, man, we better get we better get a ton of pass rushes. We have to get multiple pass rushes, and you can't have enough of them. You can't have enough. No, no. Like, like, and so I would not be surprised to see some of those teams that have added pass rushes to then look at the draft and be like, you know what's great? We don't have to, but it's a luxury item. I think I'm going to take one of these guys in the first round just to throw into the rotation. To me, that is the perfect world when you're able to bring a young guy in and you don't need him to jump in there. But you're like, hey, if we, if this guy falls to us and he's sitting right in our lap, yeah, like, hey, David Ajabo, thank you. Yeah, we'll put you in the mix and go. We'll take it. So there's so many guys that are there. But yeah, you're right. Passers and pass rushers, that is the thing. All right, uh, we're gonna get to a couple more of these signings. We're gonna do that right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. 
Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't know what you think, and this is natural, you know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. One of the ones I really like, Marcus Williams, uh, goes to the Baltimore Ravens. And I, I talked about this on TV the other day, but there's certain organizations that have their values, right? They, they might have a little bit more uh, value in certain positions than others. And if you think about the Baltimore Ravens, you can go back to going out and bringing in Rod Woodson. And, and he comes mm-hmm. in as a safety on that Super Bowl team. Obviously, the Hall of Fame career he had. Then you go to Hall of Famer Ed Reed, big time, big time, arguably the greatest free safety of all time. Then you go out and spend money in free agency on Eric Weddle. You bring him in um, as a veteran presence. They swung on on Earl Thomas. Now it didn't work out as well as they would have liked, but they still went aggressive, big money deal in free agency at the safety position. So it shouldn't be a surprise that Marcus Williams, who, as you like to say, can play on top of the, the ornament on top of the Christmas tree and be that that high safety. They place more value on that position than other teams. In a time where we're talking about Kyle Hamilton and how high can you take a safety and you can't you know the positional value, this, that, or the other, for ball-hawking safeties, the Baltimore Ravens have always placed a premium on that. You know, see, DJ, and that, that's what's so funny because to me, I, I've i always thought that safeties are a premium position. I think sometimes they get miscast in the evaluation because sometimes I don't know if we understand exactly what we're looking for. You being in Baltimore and maybe being influenced by your time being around Ed Reed, you certainly understand what having one of those guys can do for your team. He changes the game by his ability to take the ball away. And there were so many things that you can bake into your defense when you have a high IQ traffic cop. That's a playmaker. Baltimore has seen that. They won Super Bowls with that kind of player, which is why they covet a guy like that, which is why we've seen come through the doors of Baltimore. We saw Eric Weddle come through there. We saw Earl Thomas have an opportunity to come through there. We now see Marcus Williams come through there. They value that position. They covet it at a premium. 
There are other safeties that we can talk about. I played with a guy, Leroy Butler, who was down in the box, could do a bunch of different things. Pittsburgh had Troy Palomalo. At the same time, you had Ed Reed. And so there are different ways to kind of skin the cat. But the safety has value. I do understand why Marcus Williams did it. I am still waiting to see how we really value Kyle Hamilton. Because the tricky thing yeah. about like Hamilton, he has range, he has all that stuff. But if you are unable to position your safety in a spot to make plays, if you take him too high, it then looks like not a wasted pick. A reach. It looks like a reach. A reach. Yeah. yeah. So it's whoever takes him and whenever you take a safety, you better have a plan to get him around the ball and in the mix so his production can kind of validate what you what you've given up in draft compensation i want to ask you about two jags that left so if you know, a lot of jags that have come in there we talked about christian kirk being one of those but i want to get your take on dj chark and uh, what he does for the detroit lions and i also want to get your take on miles jack what you think he has left he goes to the pittsburgh steelers let me start with miles jack because miles jack um has played the last couple of years and i would say this two years ago miles jack played at a pro bowl level for a team that was terrible and if anybody had really watched the Jaguars, Miles Jack, Miles Jack would have been a Pro Bowl player because his ability to play at the second level, hit, run, and chase, very instinctive and aware. I would say the less responsibility you give him in terms of making calls and doing all this stuff on defense, the better he plays. In Pittsburgh, look out. Because in Pittsburgh, he'll have a chance to just run to the ball and flow and hit and make plays. I think he'll be an asset. And I don't think he's at that point where like his game is declining. I just think he needed to be, if this makes sense, I think he's a better player when surrounded with better players. Yeah. Like when you you free him the, from the, the burden of responsibility. He, he feeds off he some feeds, of that. He feeds off that. I think Pittsburgh culturally would be a great fit for them. And as Pittsburgh is beginning to change, Terrell Austin, Brian Flores, what they're doing on defense, I think he might be unlocked and unleashed as a playmaker. DJ Chark for me is a tricky one. Uh, he had a thousand yard season. He is a former pro bowler, but the last few years, his production has been down. Some of that is just due to bad quarterback play. Um, and then last year he was injured. Vertical playmaker um, has some talent. I do not believe he's a true number one, but what I like, I would like to think is he's a nice compliment on the backside of an established player. Now Detroit doesn't have that. So there he may be in that elevated role. It'll be, I'm fascinated to see what he and Amon Ross St. Brown are able to do together and how they play off of one another and what kind of offense they can build. He certainly has some talent, but the last few years we haven't seen it because of injuries and poor quarterback play. He's kind of, I won't say a boomer bust. I think he has upside. I just don't know how he's going to realize that because I need to see what they're going to do with Jared Goff going forward. I want to kind of wrap this uh, podcast up and spend fun kind of going over some of these moves here. Um, another one, by the way, Darius Williams was a good signing by the Jags. I like that. It's a good local kid. Yeah. Hometown back kid. home. I like that. I like that move. Um, you know, JC Jackson uh, with the chargers is going to be huge. They, they did a lot on their defense here in free agency. We go through all these, um, but we just don't have the time today. So one of the things I want to kind of wrap up with is bring it back to the quarterback position. I mean, we, we've got the the basketball tournament starting, right? We've got the NCAA mm -hmm. tournament. And to just kind of put a bow on what we were talking about earlier, doesn't it kind of feel like, you know what, maybe we, the NIT tournament for teams that don't have elite quarterbacks, like you guys go go compete for that little championship. But the, the, the real tournament, like this is – these are the, all the, the big dogs playing this the one. Big, the big boys. DJ, yeah. I, I, I do wonder this. I wonder if Tom Brady looked and was like, you know, 
Look at the NFC all the, right now. All the, all those quarterbacks <laughs> in the AFC, he, he's yeah. like, you know, you know, Giselle, I, I think I still can win this thing. Like, yeah, I got Matthew Stafford. I have Aaron Rodgers, but there's no one really else that I'm really worried about. Like, no, you're gonna I can roll get us through your division. I can get us. Although I don't know, according to Kyle Pitts, he might be playing against Deshaun Watson, but that team is so bereft of talent. Even Deshaun coming in there, I don't think that. No, I mean they're far away. It won't move the needle enough. But I know he's looking at the division like I can cruise through the division without expending a lot. Well, if Watson Watson goes to New Orleans, that becomes interesting. That becomes a problem. Yeah, that that would be that would be interesting. That becomes a problem because that would be interesting because then if I'm them. But, you know, they made a move because they got Marcus May. I mean, you load up on the defense. Yeah, they got a good defense. They can rush the quarterback. They've got a good offensive line. It's a good – that's a good – it's a talented roster now. They just talented. need a quarterback. They just they just need to drop the quarterback in. They just yep. need to drop the quarterback in. And they have – they've looked they, – they've kind of moved all the money away. Like, hey, we got enough. We got enough to give you exactly what you want if you come here. Um, by the I, way, by the way, Kyle Pitts and Deshaun, same agent. Oh, and then he since he since mm. said he deleted the tweet, and then he said, "No, no, no, that tweet was about Casey Hayward, my boy, Casey Hayward signing with Atlanta." You know, I, you know, I like who Casey else? a lot. You know, but I don't you think know, that you're. You know who else? Out. It's about to get. You scary. know who else represents Casey Hayward? Same agency. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I get really excited. Roof. I really yeah. got excited about Casey Hayward. I just want to let everyone know yeah. that was quick. Casey Hayward kind of, kind of yeah. in Atlanta like real quick. Like, oh. wow, that's amazing. Um, um, all right. Anything you want to add before we get out of here? No, nah, this is so fun. Uh, DJ, I do wonder because we've seen – you remember when, like, the NFL was not aggressive and we didn't see trades? It was boring. Yeah. Off-season was like, just a I don't know, couple I days like, of free agency and then the draft. Like, I feel like our generation sitting in those seats have been like, yeah, no, 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 we're yeah. not doing that old stuff. It's all our counterparts because all yeah. of us used to talk about all this crap when we were staying in those dumpy hotels out on the road. If I ever get in that chair, <laughs> we're going to have some fun. Uh, they lived up to it. They did live up to it, man. Uh, what is going on because it is – Absolutely bananas, but it's so much fun. I can't wait to see how it all plays out. Yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, that's going to do it for us today. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, we've got another pod, I believe, coming uh, your way tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to crank out another one for you. So I appreciate you. We'll see you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.